0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something.
2: Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report. This is the final episode before the con. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. Director Mike Faber is here.
1: I'm in total shock. You know, we've been talking for about months and tons of time to go, but I just looked at the on Facebook today and it said 21 days. I just like jaw hit the floor. This year is flying by. And I can't believe the con is almost already here.
2: It's amazing. It is amazing. Yes, I I, I, I had to read that a couple times. Eighth episode. It's just like, yeah, we're right here. Um, and of course, we have Darren with us as well. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, sir. Has it has it hit you yet? How close it is? Um, yeah, I started packing last week. Wow, that seems uh, almost really like very proactive.
3: Well, it, it is. You would think, but it's also about making sure I don't forget anything. So the dumb things that you forget, I throw in the bag first, so I don't forget them. Absolutely. Like the lanyard, you know, just, you don't want to leave your lanyard at home. That's, that's a dumb (laughs) mistake, you know, throw that in the bag. That way, you know, you have it. So,
2: well, speaking of really cool lanyards, Jen is back with (laughs) us as well. Hello. Now, now in case someone leaves their lanyard behind, you got them covered.
0: Um, I don't bring them with me to con. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No, because I am not an official Dragon Con vendor and I don't think it's fair to show up and, you know, make sales off of the vendor floor. So yeah. I have now I have pre sold to people and delivered to them at con. Okay. But I do not sell them on site at con. Like con is is my time con is con to- con is party <laughs> yes, time. Khan, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: Speaking yeah, of her yeah. lanyards, I ordered two of them and they are gorgeous, folks. Definitely. Yeah, of- great work, Jen. I really thank love you. what you sent us and it's it's really cool and reasonably cost, folks.
2: And and I know and I know Jen's excited that it's 20, 21 days.
0: I think it's twenty for me because I go in on Wednesday. Ah, I
2: see. So it's <clears> even <throat> quicker.
0: All right. Yeah, and I'm I'm i like I'm hitting costume crunch. Realizing I got to make a crown, <laughs> uh, a big towering crown, because we're doing uh, Marriott Beauty School dropouts. Oh,
3: my
1: oh.
0: God. <laughs> so we have to, you know, we're going we to paint our rollers and then make the big headpiece. Who's Frenchie?
3: So Who's Frenchie? I got to know.
0: Well, we, uh, we're all going to have the things on. Oh, so okay. we So we're all going to be the, the background the back, girls. The backup
3: girls. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. But we
0: got to make our Marriott carpet beauty capes.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
2: it occurred to me yesterday that someone somewhere is probably it was yes just yesterday going. I'm going to be king shark for Dragon Con, and I'm like, good luck. <laughs>
0: hey, there's some of those fabricators out there. Oh who yeah, probably can knock that out. Absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely. So I look forward to I look forward to seeing all the king sharks. Um, Uh, I'm also looking looking forward to this man because it's been too long since he's been on the show. After much too long an absence, Kevin Batchelder is finally back on the show with us.
4: Well, thanks for that intro. Mike, it's good to be back. Always fun talking with you folks and talking con.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. It's always good to have a representative of the newbie group, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's been way too long since you've been here. So, uh, look forward to talking to you in more detail a little bit later. And I'm also looking forward to talking to this man who I'm also honored to have with us, Dan Carroll, the director of media engagement.
5: Last but not least, right, Dan? Well, that's, that's it. I'm bringing up the whatever I'm bringing up, but thank you for having me, Mike, Mike, Kevin, Darren, and Jen. Jen, I don't think I've met you, but. Uh, I've been on the show with Darren before, and we, we've Kevin. Met I feel like we have <laughs> known each other for years, and I can't remember actually meeting you, Kevin. So you, you and I, you I, uh, and I, were
4: scheduled to be on a panel together many years ago when you had to do your job when there was an issue with a con attendee. Uh-huh. You and I were going to be on a panel in Lane's Whedon Track.
5: Oh, Good. was it going to involve? Um, was it gonna involve Dark yes. Angel?
4: Yes, you and I were gonna kinda of cover I, two sides of it. I had that. no idea. <laughs> um,
5: you, you know what's funny is that somebody in that panel stood up for me while I was dealing with the APD. And uh, and we ended up becoming such good friends. I performed her wedding. Wow. Years later. So these, these kind of connections that happen only happen at Dragon Con. Only happen absolutely. at Dragon Con. Awesome. And someday I'll tell that story on the ESO, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> we look forward to that. Uh, we're also going to be chatting with Beth Giles, the director of the Silk Road track. We're going to do that a little bit later. But right now, before we get into news and notes, uh, just tell a little bit of business. We are a proud member of the ESO network. We have a tea Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs, including a very sweet one for the Dragon Con Report podcast. Uh, I think there's is there enough time to get that in time for the show? Sure. Yeah, of is.
1: course there is. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So there's a link for that at the top of the ESO network page. Uh, we also have a Patreon page. And thank you, patrons, as always, for your support. Anything exciting going on over there? Mark?
1: Always something exciting going on. You have us. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> you're going to be well, able to hear I... this show, you know, a couple of days before the rest of the world. We'll probably be talking about Dragon Con going on to the new episode of ESO Board Silly, where it's, you know, coming up real quick also so probably by the time this goes live our patrons get their exclusive episode of ESO board Silly and I'm sure because most of us who are on the board will be at Dragon So,
2: absolutely it's going to be awesome yeah we're plenty to talk about there but in a silly way
1: of course we have to be silly because you know if not we'll be bored
2: Uh, Be sure to check out past episodes at TheDragonConReport.com. We can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Whether you're listening to us via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Audible.com, please rate us and leave us a review. If you would like to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to do so at feedback at DragonConReport.com. All right, business out of the way. Let's get started with some news and notes. And, Dan, you are the man. What? Uh, what? What's the official word, uh, the main word of uh, the day for Dragon Con as far as uh, health and safety goes uh, as things stand right now? Because I think that's the one thing that's really on everybody's mind, first and foremost. Sure. Well,
5: first, I want to point out that uh, when the other mic, uh, original mic, Whichever, Mike, I, I don't know how to address the <laughs> two of you when you're together. Um, what Faber said was that it was 21 days away. And that was after, that was before the day changed. So our, our original Dragon Con day is the middle of the afternoon. So we're 20 days away.
1: Woo! Um, uh,
5: wow. So. It's coming closer and closer every minute, but uh, let's go ahead and get, get to the health and safety stuff, folks. It's it's serious stuff. Um, I think the one thing I want everyone to know is that DragonCon is working very hard to make sure that DragonCon 2021 is fun, but also safe. And it's it's a balancing act, and and. Uh, You know, somebody asked me today, well, will DragonCon change the rules? If there's a radical reason to change what's going on, we will. On the other hand, what we have is our game plan that we are solidly working towards. And we've got seven – I'm sorry. We've got 2,300 volunteers out there getting ready to make sure this works for the fans that come. And – uh, there's some things that I'm going to say that are redundant to your audience, but i got to get it out so it's a framework for the rest of our conversation. This year we're capping, and I'm sure you've discussed this before. We're capping, and we are capping at um, roughly a 50% level. It's the same level uh, that we're using for the Walk of Fame. We're looking at 50% less celebrities in the Walk of Fame this year, uh, spaced out. Uh, those people who will be coming to Jordan Con who make it through the cap, and and we are expecting not to have on-site sales of any type of memberships. So uh, if you're not if you haven't purchased your membership now, get it. One-day memberships are available for Friday, <clears throat> sorry Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday, but not for Saturday. That is a that is a decision that was made based on traffic patterns and flow and making sure everybody's as safe as possible. Pardon me. So, uh, so with the lower attendance, we're going to go in there and we're all going to be wearing masks and we're all going to be like, like little Fonzies about it. And we're all going to, it's going to be cool. It's going to be wonderful. Um, There's been a lot of discussions. Here's an exclusive for you. I have gotten a clarification that um, you need to cover your nose and your mouth with your mask, and if you do that, you have met the goal. So you don't want to show up with a piece of gauze across your mouth and call that a mask. That's that that's flat cheating and not going to be acceptable. But <clears throat> we're not going to make someone wear a cloth mask under a stormtrooper helmet. Um, huh. We're trying to be as sane as reasonable, and and uh, just the rule is in place for safety. The rule is not in place. For us to be oppressive in any way, um, we've got enough concentration time spent towards making it fun for you. We're not spending a lot of time on trying to oppress anyone. Uh, so that's that's the mask role. Uh, the when you go into the rooms because you've come, you've you've gotten your pass, you've come in under the. Wire, you come in, you picked it up, you're wearing a mask, everything's good. You go to your panel room, and the first thing you're going to notice is that the seating is set up for two-thirds of the space we used to have. So if we put 3,000 people in a room for wrestling, we'll now put 2,000 people in the room and space it out. If we used to put 300 people into a room um, to discuss the nuances of Lucifer – it's now going to be a two hundred person room to discuss the nuances of Lucifer, and trust me, there's plenty to discuss, <laughs> even with a smaller capacity. Um, so that's that's the room uh, room size. Uh, we're also going to be making sure spacing happens in lines um, based on the reality of the structure of the hotels we use at DragonCon. We're asking for a three foot. Uh, three foot social distance. We feel that if everybody's masked, that's going to be an acceptable social distance. And, um, but we are asking everybody to, you know, don't be a jerk about it. Um, just go ahead. Follow the rules. If you need to step outside to take your mask off, step outside, get some air. Uh, I myself have already built that into my schedule. So uh, that's good about masks. Uh, what else haven't I hit that you guys want to hear about with the health and safety besides the big one? I'm saving the big one for you because I told you I had an exclusive.
0: Can I ask for a clarification, please? Yes, Jen. Okay, so um, you said you were not expecting people to wear additional – not an additional. So um, like your Spider-Man cosplayers, uh, in addition to the people who wear helmets, if their That's face the mask. is already yeah. – so, okay, yes. so they don't have to wear an additional mask. Great. Right. Just think
5: things. about it this way, Jen. Our, our goal is to make sure everybody's in a mask, not to make sure that everybody's in three masks. Or a campus. right?
0: I just, yeah. I, I've seen a, quite a few people on the boards this past week asking that exact question. So, right, um, I, I run one of the groups and just wanted to make sure I knew exactly
3: what. <laughs> just imagining tried. a Spider-Man cosplayer trying to loop it around his ears. <laughs> on the outside—that's that's what I'm imagining right now in my head. And I can see that happening a lot.
5: Yeah, no, and 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 the the goal again, the goal is is maximizing the safety and maximizing the fun at the same time. Um, we've got a lot to do uh, and we prefer not to have any issues whatsoever with anybody wearing a mask because everybody's going to be cool and they're going to follow that great dragon con rule that we have in writing on the website. Don't be a jerk. And if everybody does their part, it's going to make everything better for everybody. Just like, uh, and I'll throw this, uh, we'll, we'll switch topics during the parade. Um, I have seen, headlines uh for news articles that i am included in that say dragon con is excluding attendees from the parade but letting their own people go or something like that and and what we're really doing is following the same rules for the peach tree road race which asked for everyone to stay home don't come down and watch the peach tree road race Give that social distance. Watch it for on TV. Uh, The parade is available both on YouTube with Crispy or you can watch it with Brian on CW69. Plenty of options for watching the parade. You don't need to come down. Um, But we were originally looking at it as an event with no spectators at all. And uh, then we realized, hey. We have people with badges who are wearing, you uh, we know what our rules are. They've already got badges. Uh, it's going to be a smaller crowd because the vast majority of our parade attendees have not been Dragon con attendees. They've been people coming in from the suburbs, from the from, uh, north side of town, south side of town, from all over Metro Atlanta. Uh, those attendees are a little bit different. And what we used to do, which was so much fun, was offer one-day memberships. For people at the parade, they didn't even have to go to Sheraton. They could just go up to a kiosk in front of the Marriott, get their one-day badge, and be able to enjoy DragonCon that they're all excited about because they're just in the parade. So so we're not offering that this year. But, but we want you to remember that just stay home, um, be cool, work with us, understand that if we could have everybody in Atlanta watch the parade live, we would do that. What we need to do is balance that, that safety and the fun. Um, and if everybody plays by the rules, it's not going to be an issue. In fact, at the Peachtree, it was not an issue. There, was, there were zero non-runners and non-volunteers uh, in Piedmont Park for the end of the uh, Peachtree Road Race. And we can do the same thing we can we can we can do that where everybody complies everybody stays home and watches it in the comfort of their home, drinking their coffee and just chilling out while they see everything
2: is the uh is the parade itself the same exact route, or is it being shortened or diverted in any any way?
5: It is exactly the same route. It starts right. at the corner of Linden and Peachtree. I am no longer there to cheer it on as it starts. Uh, now that I moved in the suburbs, it actually starts at my old apartment. Um, and then it goes down, down Peachtree past the Hyatt. Um, and you may notice if you've been in that area lately, Peachtree Street in front of the Hyatt is a little bit more narrow than it used to be. It is indeed a little more narrow. Um, it's one lane going south, and that will continue all the way down. Uh, my understanding is all the way down to Marietta Street. But uh, for now, uh, it loops around the parade, loops around uh, at the Hard Rock, comes back one block, and then ends at the Marriott Marquis. That is our route. It's the same route we've always had or we've had for many years. And uh, But... There's no change to that. And uh, another question I'm seeing a lot on social media is, uh, are we expecting the same amount of marchers? And uh, and yes, indeed. And our, our parade registration shut down once again within two hours, as it usually <laughs> wow. does. So we're expecting the same number of marchers, maybe a little bit less, but nothing significantly less.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, um, you know, much like the parade and, uh, you know, what was done last year, um, I have no doubt. That although there will be some, of course, that might uh, complain and, and do whatever they need to do. I, I know the vast majority of Dragon Con attendees are going to find ways to make to work with these restrictions. In fact, make them fun, make them you know be creative with them. We're going to see different kinds of fun masks that we've never even dreamed of seeing. I'm sure. I think it's. I'm looking forward to seeing like what the. Creative people are going to do. It's just like like last year with the parade. Like man, that was that was amazing to see what people were able to come up with.
4: Yeah,
5: and 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 last year's virtual show was incredible on so many levels. Six hundred thousand individual uh, panel views, six continents. I, I keep forgetting number of countries. I want to say forty seven. Maybe it was one forty seven. It was a lot of countries represented, um, and and such great new material but also being able to watch those classic panels i i got up sunday morning of last dragon con and um i i watched the battle Circle galactic panel early just enjoying my breakfast and uh took me back to when i saw it the first time <laughs> so it, it was great but the other thing i did last year was um with the parade, I, I left my house at 10 o'clock and drove the parade route. Um, just kind of a tribute to all those who were not there. Nice. Um, kind of modeled, but I did it.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I also wanted to make sure, since we have you here, to let you know that um, because we've we've talked to a few people and, and I've seen some articles online, etc. And the, the town hall meetings are great. Uh, that's been a great addition to the information flow of information, getting those out to folks. You know, with all the the challenges that this year's faces uh, that is facing DragonCon this year, I am cons- constantly amazed at the work that you guys put in, and uh, and ever grateful for. I mean, everything, everybody you have to coordinate with, whether it's the CDC or the state or the the local or Atlanta Atlanta PD, everybody like that, all the businesses, all the hotels. I mean, it's logistically crazy it's insane to think that it can be done
5: well um the first dragon Con ever had 1700 attendees and that's i almost said that number earlier 1700 attendees and we have got a running slot count of volunteers at 2500 now goodness we're normally a couple hundred short every year uh, so we come in around that 2300, uh, range, but, you know, they stuck with us through the year. We didn't have a dragon con. Many of them are coming back. Some of them are, um, you know, they're, they're just not comfortable traveling, uh, because our volunteers come from all over. In fact, just my department now, uh, my, my term is media engagement director, but I'm responsible for all of media relations for Dragon Con still. Um, but we have a sister, uh, a junior, I don't know the proper term. A a junior uh, department of media relations within the, the greater media relations umbrella. I know the same networks, but you you guys all have jobs. You know things get crazy, <laughs> right? Um, so so uh, we 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 have folks everywhere from Orlando to Chicago. Uh, to Nashville, um, a friend of your show, uh, Mary Lou Hu, uh, is my assistant director under her real name. But, um, <laughs> so we, we have folks, uh, coming from, we've had folks in the past coming from Maryland, New York. So, and that's just my department. And they're coming in all over. Not everybody can make it in. Um, Economic situations they are not the same, but so we're going to lose a few. But, but the point is that these volunteers go in year after year making this happen. And, and I can't say enough. And this is not a, and I want to be clear, this is not me sucking up. This is explains why I'm still doing this 13 years later or 12, 12 years later. But this is my 13th DragonCon as a director. And the, and my plan was to do this for two, maybe three years, but I stayed. And I stayed because I'm working with some of the best bosses I've ever had. Uh, I trust them implicitly. Um, I know everybody makes mistakes and I see them make fewer than usual and I've seen them, um, address issues and turn things around. And I've seen them grab my hand and stop me from walking into traffic so to speak. But, uh, but the folks making decisions at DragonCon, it's not a, it's not some sort of unicameral monolith. It's it's a bunch of different fans who all have different experience working together to try to balance that out across the convention. And, and man, um, you know, it's one of the reasons why the convention has grown the way we had is because we do have this leadership backed up with these incredible volunteers. And this is not nonsense. I don't have to be here. I'm not. It's not something I get paid for. I just know this is true, and I want to let people know. Um, and now I've got an exclusive for you if you're ready for it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you, sir. So so um, in conversations today, I, I became aware of something coming out very soon, and people have been asking for this, and we know we have, uh, people have, and we've put together a enormous, specific FAQ for DragonCon in the pandemic. DragonCon 2021 is about to release the clearly documented, very specific FAQ that's going to help with our specific questions. And we all patiently waited for August 1st. And trust me, folks out there who, I was waiting just as much as you were (laughs) because I was the one having to talk about it. And uh, that, that, that dump on August 1st, It answered a lot of questions, but it also spurred many more, as Jim was talking about earlier. So what we we did was we put together everything that we found as as a question that we had an answer to. And one of those was, what constitutes a mask? And I already answered that for you because I got that answer. So uh, I have not seen the FAQ. So if you're like, damn, what's in it? Your guess is as good as mine, um, but it's coming out. It's coming out really soon. By the time this hits live, it's going to be live. But I'm letting you guys know before it happens. Uh, it's just a matter of days.
2: Thank you, thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's it is good to know that they're not just they just uh, had had didn't do that uh, you know press release on the on August first to put out all that information and not change anything because I mean we're uh, conditions are changing every day. Right. So it's nice to know that there's some flexibility there depending on and everybody's going to have to work with it because depending on how things are in two weeks, I mean, you know, we, we could be looking at some different circumstances. So um, so that's that's good to know as well. Um, before we let you get out of here, I got to ask you two, um, you know, maybe not quite official questions, maybe personal questions. But first of which is I know how much Dragon Con means to you uh, with all the challenges and how crazy it's been this year. How personally are excited are you that Dragon Con is really back in person this year?
5: Well, I'm, I'm going to let everybody know something that uh, only my dearest friends and the Dragon Con board know, which was this was supposed to be my last Dragon Con. Ooh. I was I was set and ready to retire. And how excited am I? I reached out to them uh, after my first round of interviews on the subject. And I said specifically, I- I'm not, I'm I'm reconsidering and I'm re- rescinding my retirement because um I want to do this at least one or two more times. Uh but I just was overwhelmed with having the responsibility to speak on behalf of DragCon during these times and and it has not been last year, uh, as rough as everybody had it, um, the worst times I've had at dragon con where as soon as I got off the zoom calls with the reporters, um, talking about dragon con, not actually occurring. Mm-hmm. So it was personally devastating for me. Um, and I made it through and, and you, you, you all know, I have mobility issues. You got to see me walk a little bit before we were on the air on the zoom. Um, and i did okay um but uh but dragon twenty twenty one for me personally it it it's a it's a story of courage it's a story of coming together and it's a story of of making sure that we are following the best practices we can and implementing it. Uh, you guys know on my day job, I'm project manager, which is a oh, way, way less interesting than what I do here. Um, <laughs> I never get to talk about comic books um, there. Also, Chris Claremont's coming to DragonCon. con. How about that one? Um, awesome. So yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, it's not just that I love this thing. It's that, Going through this process has. Um, and I know we all like to quote famous books and famous authors. And and I'll, I'll say that uh, I'll quote Bruno Mars and say the DJ's got me falling in love again. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's how I feel that I have renewed my love for Dragon Con in ways that um, maybe if we hadn't had a year off, I wouldn't have. But. Um, you know, I've got health issues I've got to address, but as long as I'm able to get in front of a microphone and blather, I will blather on behalf of DragonCon.
2: And, and we love it when you blather, we love it. You know, so if we are lucky enough to spot you at DragonCon during DragonCon weekend, um, will, we might take a, get to meet the T-Rex in person as well?
5: I will be bringing the T-Rex with you, with me, um, Mike Gordon, I, I am specifically planning a trip over to the Comics and Pop Art Alley. Um, and, you know, I, I'm a vital, healthy young man, but I just can't walk very far. So uh, I'll be in my scooter, but I will definitely stop by and see all my cheeky friends over there. Awesome. And, uh, and, and I'm going to throw it um uh, Throw out a little simple plug. Uh, Richard Davidson has been volunteering with me for for four or five years now. And before that, he was an NPR reporter reporting. And this year he is in the Comics and Pop Art Alley because he produced a comic book slash graphic novel during the pandemic that sold real well. Nice. So I'm shouting out for my boy. Go look up Rich. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also All look right. up Mike Warden.
2: <laughs> I, I think I, I, can, I got that covered um (laughs) thank you so much dan it's always great to have you with us and uh we look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks
5: thank you folks thank you all
2: okay now that we've heard some official news from dan carroll now it's time to find out who is going to be there there's been uh, so many announcements guest announcements of uh folks that are going to be there uh this year or at least scheduled to be there now again you know Anything could happen. So uh, if you're planning on coming here and your con depends on just one, seeing one celebrity, be prepared for that maybe not to happen. But as of right now, uh, this is the list of folks that uh, are still scheduled to appear this
0: Valentine Wolf is a neoclassical metal-gothic ambient duo consisting of soprano, solo-double-bass, and prepared electronics. Inspired by seances, post-mortem photography, and gothic literature, their most recent release is 2020's Only Gossamer My Gown, a celebration of the macabre works of Emily Dickinson.
3: More than meets the eye, the Cybertronics Spree are here on Earth with one critical mission, to party like it's 1986! (laughs) Woo! Join Hot Rod, R.C., Rumble, Unicron, Soundwave, Bumblebee, Shockwave, and a Quintesson as they prove they've got the power to light your darkest hour.
0: Philip Haley has been entertaining children and adults for 45 years. Thanks to his starring role in Sid and Marty Croft's top-rated Saturday morning TV show, Land of the Lost. Broadcast originally in over 30 countries and in reruns, viewers have watched the lovable Chaka.
3: Joe Moore is a comedian from New Jersey who has appeared in Welcome to Anhedonia
0: marquis of vaudeville the group is known the world over for their progressive carnival-esque punk cabaret stylings fusing time-worn elements of the old world with newfangled innovation a sound they've dubbed melodic mischief due to the music's mysterious yet playful nature
3: andrew m coppola is a la based actor writer comedian and friend to puppets he is a writer and actor in the punk rock puppet show welcome to anhedonia live
0: Kathy Coleman starred on the NBC Saturday morning television series Land of the Lost. Coleman's trademark was her blonde braids and unforgettable red and white checkered shirt. Coleman won the hearts of many children with her courageous role as Holly Marshall.
3: David Ramsey is an actor and martial artist best known for his roles in Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and The Flash as John Diggle Spartan. Anton Briggs on the Showtime TV series Dexter and the film Mother and Child as Joseph.
0: One of the number one video game voices in the world, Fred Tatasciore, is the animated voice of the Hulk since 2008. He has done over 30 episodes of The Family Guy and American Dad. His IMDB page lists over 450 credits, including Soldier 76 and Overwatch.
3: Carolina Ravassa is the voice of Sombra in Overwatch. She also worked on RDR2, GTA 5, Max Payne 3, and Just Cause 4. She's been on The Affair and Mr. Robot and does voices in cartoons for Disney, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and Netflix.
0: Jen Cohn is best known for her role voicing Farah in Overwatch. She's also the voice of Lord Zash in Star Wars The Old Republic and of Zuka and Azula's mother, Ursa, in Avatar The Last Airbender.
3: Samantha Smith is best known as Mary Winchester in the wildly popular show Supernatural, which recently celebrated its 300th episode. Smith has been a recurring character for multiple seasons. She has also had guest appearance on Rizzoli and Isles and Criminal Minds. Her film work includes Jerry Maguire and Transformers.
0: Gerald Jerry Peacock is the co-founder of the Muscle Nerds Group, which is dedicated to promoting fitness, bodybuilding, and healthy living in the geek nerd communities.
3: Hawthorne and Holly are a pump pop punk band that plays songs about harry potter started in 2007 these wizards hail from charlotte north carolina
0: guitar me of one the one man electro acoustic spy rock surf noir guitar instrumentalist act that is frenchie and the punk's own rock and roll road warrior scott halant
3: eclectic genre-bending New York cabaret rock duo Frenchie and the punk with French-born singer and veteran punk rock artists, sultry powerful vocals, live looped raucous guitar riffs, named top 25 duos in America by Yahoo Music, a rollicking two-person powerhouse fun with a capital F.
0: Carlos Ferro provides the voice for Dominic Santiago and Miram Truscu in the Killer of Wars series. He is also the voice of Leonardo da Vinci for Assassin's Creed and Michael Clorion for Godfather the Video Game. Actor and voice
3: over talent, DC Douglas, is best known as the voice of Albert Wesker in the Resident Evil franchise, Legion in Mass Effect 2 and 3, Chase in Transformers, Rescue Bots, as well as countless films and TV shows. Most recently, Sharknado 2.
0: Worldwide DJ Black Sunshine is known for bringing the party in any format. Resident at the most icely cantina, touring DJ for Hot Black, Desiato and Disaster Area, coming all the way from Nairobi to rock the Dragon Con crowds. Alonzi!
3: Anthony Rapp is an actor and singer best known for originating the role of Mark Cohen in Rent. He is currently playing Lieutenant Paul Stamets on CBS's Star Trek Discovery. Anthony also performed in the revival of Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, and the musical If Then.
0: Billy Piper's transition into acting began when she joined the BBC series Doctor Who as companion Rose Tyler. After, Piper starred as Brona Croft in the Showtime series Penny Dreadful. She will be reappearing at Dragon Con Sunday and Monday only.
3: Actor Christopher Eccleston is best known for his television and film work, which includes his role as the ninth incarnation of the Doctor in the BBC sci-fi series Doctor Who, playing uh, Pastor Matt Jamison in The Leftovers and Malakith in Thor The Dark World. He will appear on Sunday only.
0: That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Todd Haberkorn has voiced roles in projects Ben 10. Ever After High, Fairy Tale, Italia, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, Pokemon, B, Gray Man, and more, as well as the Call of Duty series, Persona series, World of Warcraft, Street Fighter, Four, or Ghostbusters, <laughs> Silent Hill, Book of Memories, Borderlands Two, and Rage. Damn
3: you, Roman numerals! Damn you. <laughs> Uh, Chris Claremont, best known for his work on Marvel's X-Men series, he created the, the characters Legion, The New Mutants, Dark Phoenix, Rogue, Gambit, Sabretooth, Kitty Pride, and Mystique, amongst many others. He has also written seminal characters such as Batman and Superman, originated Wolverine, The New Mutants, and Captain Britain. Chris will appear on Friday to Sunday.
0: V is for Villains as taking covers from the 80s and performing them with a modern dark twist. Hear your favorite songs modernized with new energy. Costumes, lights, video.
3: The tomb tones are 50s rock and roll collides with punk rock mania in a spook show bizarro. Dance the night away to hilarious hair-raising tunes about serial killer romance, monster beach parties, and taxidermy gone wrong.
0: Charlotte, North Carolina-based nerdy, geeky, cosplayer, and DJ Spider with fingers in EBM, goth, industrial, sync, synth pop, 80s, 90s, dance, and folk, plus whatever else comes along. Really that tall.
3: Tamara Robertson, Mythbusters, is an engineer by day, superhero scientist by night. She hosts the Maker podcast, Tinkering Bells, and YouTube's Maker Science in collaboration with Midnight Science Club.
0: Landlocked is a modern and traditional Celtic pirate music and songs.
3: Hyperspace is an energetic Atlanta-based nerdy pop punk band who plays songs about love and about their love of things geeky.
0: Peter Captain Cutler works as a freelance artist and cartoonist for comic T-shirts, video games, movie concept designs, and book illustrations. He's been at it for the last 30 years. Right now, he's illustrating the comic T-Zombie and other projects for New Legend Productions. Woohoo.
2: Uh, kind of <laughs> sounds vaguely familiar. Vaguely, yeah.
3: William Shatner is an actor and novelist who gained worldwide fame and became a cultural icon for his portrayal of Captain James T. Kirk in the television series. Star Trek, from 1966 to 1969, Star Trek the Animated Series, and in seven of the subsequent Star Trek feature films.
0: Sam Witwer played Davis Bloom, the paramedic alter ego of Doomsday, Super nemesis on Smallville, and most recently could be seen in P Human, playing the vampire Aiden.
3: Alex Kingston is an English actress. She is known for her roles as Dr. Elizabeth Corday on the NBC medical drama ER and as River Song, sweetie, in the BBC sci-fi series Doctor Who. Alex will be appearing Sunday and Monday only.
0: I'll, I'll I'll be in my bunk. (laughs) Trisha Helfer is a Canadian actress and former model, best known for her role as Number 6 in the reimagined Battlestar Galactica miniseries and television series. She currently plays Goddess, also known as Charlotte Richards, and Mom in Fox TV series Lucifer.
3: Vision Video is a goth pop act hailing from Athens, Georgia, with stylistic nods to gloomy pop bands like The Cure, Joy Division, and Susie and the Banshees.
0: The Shakeups are a cosplaying co-ed power pop band that writes and performs songs about cartoons and pop culture.
3: Rika Sharma is most widely known for her portrayal as Tori Foster on the award-winning series Battlestar Galactica and has performed numerous television credits, including the reimagined series V, Supernatural, Arrow, Smallville, Sanctuary, The 100, House, The Twilight Zone, and Star Trek Discovery. Film credits include The Core and Alien 5, Predator... oh, sorry, Alien (laughs) Versus Predator Requiem. Darn you abbreviations!
0: Raspberry Pi is a nerd funk band with over two dozen con shows under their belt. Their show incorporates original nerd funk music, classical ballet, acrobatics, breakdancing, and plenty of audience participation.
3: Nadia Hilker is known for her roles in Spring, The 100, and The Walking Dead.
0: In 2014, Ricky Whittle captivated audiences everywhere after appearing in the CW's post-apocalyptic drama, The 100, playing the role of Lincoln, a grounder. Since then, he has played the protagonist and central character, Shadow Moon, in the stars television series, American Gods.
3: Diamond Dallas Page is an American retired professional wrestler, fitness instructor, motivational speaker, and actor. This appearance is brought to you by Plastic Empire booth 2611, where he will be signing throughout the weekend.
0: Juliana Harkavy is known for her roles in Dolphin Tale 1 and 2, To Write Love on Her Arms, The Walking Dead, and Last Shift. She was a series regular on the CW superhero series Arrow, portraying Dinah Drake, Black Canary. Last, last oh, what? Oh. Hmm? Last what? Dinah, Dinah Drake, Black Canary. <laughs> That's right, go ahead. What, what did I say? He's, he's just
3: messing with us. Omen Abati. I'm it, giving
0: people who are drinking like room to
1: breathe. I know <laughs> <laughs> you guys are up to eleven so far, so eleven shots, folks. Well,
2: like people we, need people need to breathe if this is the continued you know, drinking if game. If it's been a this, long time too, man. We, people
1: people are going to need CPR. <laughs> what do you mean?
3: If we got this list before the podcast started, it would help us rehearse it. But no. Yeah.
2: Wow.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> Keep drinking. Everybody. Omed Abtahi Abdai is best known for his roles in, as Salim in Star's Original American Gods, Dr. Pershing in The Mandalorian and Disney Plus, Salim Ullman in NCIS on Paramount Plus, and Holmes in The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2.
0: Jack Dylan Grazer is best known to fans for his role as Freddie Friedman in Shazam and Eddie Kasprak in It. Most recently, he voiced Alberto in the 2021 Disney Pixar film Luca.
3: Dominique McElligott is an Irish actress who has appeared as a series regular on Raw, Hell on Wheels, The Astronaut Wives Club, House of Cards, and The Last Tycoon. She can currently be seen playing Queen Maeve in Amazon Prime's The Boys.
0: Jim Butcher is the author of The Dresden Files, The Codex Alera, and a steampunk series with Cinder Spires. His resume includes a laundry list of skills which were useful a couple of centuries ago, and he plays guitar quite badly. (laughs)
3: Jesse T. Usher starred in the television series Survivor's Remorse and Level Up, and in the movies Shaft and Independence Day Resurgence. He is currently part of the main cast of Amazon Prime Video's original series, The Boys, playing Reggie Franklin, A-Train.
0: Tomer Kaplan has starred in popular Israeli-exported television productions, such as Hostages and the political thriller television series Falda. In 2016, he won he was awarded an Ophir Award for Best Supporting Actor in One Week in a Day. He stars in When Heroes Fly and in the Amazon series The Boys.
3: Laz Alonso is known for playing Tootsie in James Cameron's Avatar and Fenix Calderon in Fast and the Furious. Alonzo has had roles in Jarhead, This Christmas, Miracle at St. Anna's, and Detroit. Alonzo can currently be seen in Amazon Prime Video's original series The Boys playing Mother's Milk.
0: Zach McGowan can recently be seen as King Rowan on the CW hit show The 100, Captain Charles Vane in the star's original series Black Sails, and Anton Ivanov in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
3: Southern gothic swing sensation Mahaly's Grave is a merry band of miscreants who bring a rock and ragtime sound peppered with gypsy spirits. This big band hot jazz soundtrack of southern sin, hard living, vigilante justice, and more than a touch of voodoo is dark and danceable.
0: Rv Gillen is currently one of the leads in the new FX series dark comedy What We Do in the Shadows. Gillen previously appeared in The Magicians, Eye Candy, Huge, Little America, Room One Hundred Four, The Good Place, Raising Hope, and more.
3: Dan Fogler is an actor, comedian, and writer. He has appeared in films Balls of Fury, Good Luck Chuck, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, and currently stars on The Walking Dead as Luke
0: and Fanboys. Mary Wiseman. <laughs> is an actor best known for her current role as Sylvia Tilly on Star Trek Discovery. She has also appeared in other theater, TV, and film projects, including Longmire, Baskets, and Room 104.
3: Sonequa Martin-Green is a versatile actress who continues to evolve her impressive body of work with groundbreaking complex roles and memorable performances across television, film, and the stage. Currently, Martin-Green stars as Commander Michael Burnham in the hit series Star Trek
0: Discovery. Karen Fukuhara is best known for her roles as Tatsu Yamashiro Katana in Suicide Squad and as Kamiko Miyashiro in the Amazon Prime original series, The Boys. Fukuhara is also known for voicing roles in Shira and the Princesses of Power and Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts.
3: Noah Averback katz is an actor best known for his role as the Andorian Rin on Star Trek Discovery and is the dungeon master of Disco Does D&D, a group composed of his fellow Trek actors. And there we have it.
1: Hey, you You kept it at 12. It's awesome. An even dozen shots, folks. <laughs>
2: good,
1: good job, guys.
2: That was impressive. Man, and that is, uh, man, that's a huge list. And that's not even, look, It's it's amazing to me that they've reduced the guest list and that still we've mm-hmm. got. Uh, a huge. I know people of keep big,
0: saying, Wow, the guest list looks guests. like. I'm like, uh, what list are you what? looking at? And and it's what
3: Kevin said too. It's <laughs> nothing happens at Dragon Con until you have actually experienced it at Dragon Con. So we, we've talked about this before, but yeah. guests can cancel at any minute before a con. Usually
5: well, yeah, it, because they get happens. better
3: paying jobs. It happens all the time. Or they have reshoots. They have reshoots. They have they have to get into the studio, they've got to get back to the, you know. the the boards or whatever that happens all the time. So at every con at at every con. So especially in a pandemic, again, just be patient. And if you're just coming for one guy, like Mike
2: says, maybe don't come to this con. No. And, and a lot of these guests now are doing multiple conventions in the same weekend. So a lot of the ones that are going to be here, uh, for DragonCon, uh, Chris, Christopher Eccleston and Billy Piper, for example, are scheduled to be in Boston, uh, the two days before that. So, um, you know, anything could happen travel wise. Uh, so, um, you know, it's really tricky. So, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing, but, you know, I mean, I'm glad to see that the list is as big as it is. Uh, probably not. they're probably not, not probably done. Not. You know, there's probably still going to be yeah. a number <laughs> of people that are-
0: We probably got, <laughs> totally. they probably still got some, some surprises. Absolutely. To so, so look yeah, for the yeah, app to next town meeting, right uh, every day when you're
3: at the con and find out if yep. your thing that you want to go to is still happening.
0: And pick, and pick up the Daily Dragon. Yep.
2: Absolutely.
3: And the early late show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Continued it. To-
2: Always, always check those things because they will be have the most up, well the the most yep. <laughs> as updated as you can information. Right, so well, awesome.
0: And uh, check it out; there'll be updates in the uh, Discord. Channels, awesome! Too.
2: Thanks, Jen and Darren for doing that. That was really appreciated. And Mike, no, for putting the last
0: up one for the year. Uh, so
2: wow. Well, now now I'm All going right. to the yeah, cancellation true. list. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to take even longer. No, make sure you check on that too, because that's going to continuously be updated as well. So, um, and that's at dragoncon.org. You can just click. Some on Some of the, the guests we had
1: mentioned in previous episodes are on that cancellation list. So, folks, if you're yep. if yep. there's somebody that you have your heart set to see, please go to dragoncon.org and check that list out. It's still under, it's under the guests, but it's. Basically, it just has a longer and longer list of people canceling for multiple reasons, like Mike said. And just, you know, just take care of yourself and make sure that you're, you know, that you're not going to be disappointed. If you bought tickets to see George Perez, you know, he canceled, you know, or some actors that had canceled or such. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, you're not 100 percent sure. Check it out. That's what the best. Play safe.
0: Maybe this is the year to not pre-buy ops. photo ops that's and instead too. just wait yeah. till we get on site. That's that's yeah. what I'm doing this year. Yep. Yeah.
2: Because yeah, that's one more thing.
0: Because we're not we're not going to know. We only know what days they're scheduled for mm-hmm. right now. We don't know what times. We wouldn't be finding that out till we got there anyway. So. That's, I'm There's, just going to uh, wait and see who's actually made it. Yeah, who because I a lot a of those up photo
2: op places will refund your money and yeah. whatnot, but that's going to take you time. Need you, Con, you need all the money you can get. You need all the money now that you can possibly get. Yeah. I, uh, I saw one post. I think this was in the newbie group, I think. And I forg- forgive me because I'm not going to know uh, the source of this. But someone asked, how much money should I take to me <laughs> uh, with me at Dragon Con? The wallet
3: can't <laughs> take anymore, Captain.
2: <laughs> and the comment that got my attention was, all of it all of the money <laughs> bring all of the money and
0: it's I plan on having I plan on having more of it in the bank instead of like physically on hand just you know usually I just travel with more cash but I have a feeling most more people would rather do credit card yeah. transactions this year mm-hmm. especially yep. like in the video that, uh, that brings up
3: an interesting cash. point if you have so, a bank that's really like sensitive to weird, Transactions. You might want to give them a call, and let them know that you're traveling.
1: And
3: I was at a con once and they locked down my yeah. debit card because I spent uh, money at two separate dealers in the dealer's room within an hour of each other. And of course and they were located
2: in different, they're located in state. different States. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they, they locked yeah. down my debit card and I had no money for the rest of the
2: weekend. I was like,
3: can I have some ramen please? Please. <laughs>
2: Thanks? All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. last little thing about guests. Um, you know, uh, look to, uh, the Facebook page for, and the Instagram and also, uh, DragonCon Report Instagram. We have been updating that and the DragonCon Report Facebook page. We've been updating that with, with information as we get it. All right. Well, now that we've heard the, the news and the notes and all the, the official word from Dan as well as who's coming and who's not, uh, as far as guest announcements, uh, now we want to talk about, now there were, um, a couple of, uh, I think there was one town hall meeting, uh, which unfortunately I was not able, I did not, um, I was not able to grab that one. So I, I missed out on that one, but thanks to Jen, I know a lot of things that happened cause she took a ton of notes. <laughs> so, uh, so we can go over that. Uh, but Kevin, you guys have also in the newbies group been holding like little virtual town meetings as well, right? How have those been going?
4: uh yeah we have like it's you know as many of us know, uh, folks are a lot more comfortable with video and more more willing to sit and learn and engage and the town halls have been great for you know official information, but uh, in our newbie group uh as you can imagine, you know folks want that interactive nature too, so yeah, we've done a couple of um basically open mic q and a events, and I think we've got one more planned um, so I'm not even sure of the dates the whichever weekend is in the 20s. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dates are all merging together, as we all know. They're, 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 they're man, they're closing <laughs> in on us. That's for sure. Um, yeah. uh, what are
2: some of the the things that you've seen that are concerns from newbies? Anything in particular as far as is it the usual safety like is with everybody else safety concerns, or is it something or other questions that? Uh, uh, that, that you find that uh, people are concerned about?
4: Well, as as you all know, and, and many of you probably listening, one, once the, the, the official info came out August 1st, that helped to clarify a lot. You know, for the longest time, we just had to, you know, there were so many posts, where we basically had like a canned response of, we're all waiting to find out, we're all waiting to find out kind of thing uh, when it came to health and safety stuff. But I mean, aside from that, I got to say one of the one of the nice things, one of the very comforting things for those of us who've you know, been a big part of this community for so many years is how many regular newbie type questions we're getting about you know, <laughs> what are the best events to go to? How am I going to deal with getting around in five hotels? Uh, you know, uh, How do I deal with the parties? How do I find the good parties? And also, it's nice to see the same old kind of things are still at the forefront of many people's minds. Uh so they're looking to come for the first time or maybe the second time to, you know, have a great time. And certainly the, you know, good good share of those safety type questions, which we just refer folks to the official info. As we heard from Dan earlier, there's gonna be an FAQ, which will help greatly as well. And, you know, many of us have have said for many, many years how everything at DragonCon from the schedules to the panels to everything else is tentative until it's actually happened and is over. <laughs> We are just reinforcing that even more this year that, you know, oh, you know, someone posts and says, well, I see such and such a track, you know, shared their schedule on their Facebook group. Yep. Expect it to change a lot. (laughs) Don't even bother writing that down. Just look at it and go, oh, it looks like we're going to have fun. But exactly when it's going to be and where, because, you know, the nature of what's happening with the con and with the world, we're still a couple of weeks away. We know some folks won't be able to make it. That may impact some panels, be they guest panels or fan panels. So it's just reinforcing the go with the flow. Everything is fluid. Just come have fun seeing your friends, have fun interacting at the con and realize this is going to be a very unique year. Absolutely. That's yeah. That's pretty mildly. But um, uh,
2: now one thing that I've heard people mention and, and forgive me if this was announced on the, Uh, someplace where I missed, but I've heard various people refer to quite specifically the app. Is that officially happening this
4: year? We are getting a DragonCon app. Is that, is that right? I have not heard anything contrary to
0: that. Uh, It's, it's updated a little bit um, already, at least on the Android phone. It is now in the coming soon section for the update. Oh, if you go to, if you're, back out to the main menu in the dragon con app it lists previous conventions okay. and then right at the top it says this year coming soon
2: gotcha gotcha
0: very
3: cool not well, so for apple because i'm on my iphone just looking at it now
0: uh, so no android problem. did it um about a, <laughs> uh, a week ago in
3: fact just just for funsies it says upcoming conventions dragon con 2021 well, I guess
4: that's this year. Yeah.
3: I've lost a year. <laughs> I, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> panic. Panic. Yeah, uh Sorry, I keep thinking it's 2022 for some reason. I don't know why. Frickin' bug okay. rogers over here. All
1: right, everyone take a swig. Please, Please. Don't worry.
2: Take a drink on that one. That's a big
3: two bar. <laughs>
1: um,
2: Jen, where there's anything else uh, mainly in that that town uh, hall meeting that uh, that you took notes on that you wanted to uh what thought was worthy of mention the last one
0: yeah um the last one wasn't a lot of major news um the the newest thing i know right now um because they just announced it today is when the next town hall is so (laughs) DragonCon will be having another town hall uh before con i'm not sure when this episode goes up uh but it's on the 19th okay uh and they are currently having a name the new baggy uh name the new baby dragon contest. Have we Aww. seen it yet? We have seen the silhouette of it. Uh <laughs> it actually Man, it got posted. Tony is a
3: tease it just, They're dragon teasing us. <laughs>
0: it just got po- it actually just got uh, posted and teased um a couple of hours ago today. Uh what day is it? Thursday.
3: Um I don't know what year it is. Don't ask uh, me yeah. that question.
0: So, um yeah, so they're having a uh, uh name the baby dragon plushie contest and the name that gets the most likes on the official DragonCon page, Facebook page will get a membership and that winner will be announced during the next town hall.
3: I want to vote for Squishy. Can we call him Squishy?
0: He's a plush. It was I wouldn't be surprised if it's already probably 50 suggestions to name him squishy, 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 <laughs> squishy McSquisher pants.
3: Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> squishy McSquisherton. Cause all dragons are
0: Scottish. Yeah. No, but the, the last town hall, it was, uh, you know, mainly just catching up with some, some guests and reminiscing. And so we didn't get, um, a lot of major announcements on that one, except for, um, the two guest announcements they gave us.
2: Gotcha. Um, and I know you've been updating the uh, the, the, the page for the group with the um, parties and events and everything. Uh, those I just are, finished those
0: are, updating it today actually. Uh, <laughs>
2: There's something happening every day. You've been uh, you've had to separate it out in like each day, right?
0: Well I, I've done that in the past, but um, because I reused the same document comments from previous years were starting to confuse people. So um. I went through and just hid all the previous comments so it could look fresh. Because Facebook groups, for some reason, won't let you upload new documents and edit them through the website anymore.
4: Hmm. It
0: would have. I would yeah, have
4: to Yeah, I saw that in our group. Too. I would it's have to. I would
0: have to upload a PDF and then people would have to download it. And I can't edit that while I'm at Con. I need the ability to be able to edit while I'm at Con. Uh So I'm just going to keep reusing the documents. But yeah, all the normal parties are happening. You know, the, the Spectrum Party, last party on Alderaan. <laughs> Uh, zombie <laughs> Prom is coming back 8-bit heroes and villains um, I don't have the official name for it yet but the alternate history track um, is doing a different party this year instead of the mechanical masquerade I think it's going to be called the never was jukebox or something like that but I haven't put it up yet because I don't know what night it's going to be but pretty much every party we expect is going to be there mm. you know like the arcade is going to be there it's just going to be down the block in its own dedicated building Um, and it'll just be the joystick games. And and unfortunately Mm -hmm. not Tokyo attack Uh, the concourse stage has started listing their performance schedules so that I've started adding those to the list as well. Um, The only thing I don't know about yet is, is the Hilton going to have a (laughs) DJ set up in their lobby and on their back patio? Like, we think their theme this year is going to be Stranger Things, but we have not been able to find out if they're going to, you know, have that you party. Know, I could see it yeah. being outside. <laughs> like, because you can make people spread out outside on the back steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would assume they will not have him in the lobby. Uh, but who I, knows? I would be
3: grateful if there's not a DJ greeting me when I walk into the Hilton. <laughs> I'd, I'd be, that's, you know, to keep that quiet time.
1: <laughs> it would be, it actually would be nice because, you know, we do like going to dinner at that restaurant and mm-hmm. you can't hear yourself talk at dinner because the DJ's right there, right outside of it.
0: I, I hate, we have the voice just trying to get to the Trader Vic's elevator. Like, I'm still yeah. so mad they took away the staircase. Uh, mm-hmm. But, oh, and uh, we know, I do know Nikolai's won't be open. So if, if, if like karaoke returns, the show enough Karaoke guys, they will not be in the rooftop bar. Because they, they, they
3: they'll be in a lobby somewhere.
0: Um, sure yeah, because Nikolai's has confirmed they will not be open during con. Mm-hmm.
2: I got to tell you, Jen, and this is coming from me. I I don't know if I can take Trader Vic's this year. Like, it's just it might be too close for comfort for me.
0: Oh, I, I'm doing the reservations for dinner. Well, on yeah, Wednesday. I'm I mean, doing still, Wednesday. It's almost
2: impossible just walk in the door without being like three mob. Feet. Uh, we yeah. see, we
0: we somebody. we enter through the back patio. And just skirt around to the bathrooms and go right. So we we avoid the bar, Um, of course. Like Spin from Drunken Dragon Hotel is having his meetup there for his little group on Thursday afternoon at five. And I'm like, okay, I kind of want to go. I kind of want to don't. I kind (laughs) of don't want to be at the bar, so I might just like run in and be like, "Can you please? Can I get one of those big bucket mai tais?" high and then run out yeah (laughs) but like we're doing the cigar party at the red phone booth they're limiting it because we we had Mm -hmm. to rsvp and they already hit their limit so we know they're limiting the capacity in it but you want to talk tight closed in quarters at a party
3: well but the cigar smoke will kill off covid so that's fine
0: we'll see (laughs) I'm I'm I just wanna get brutal. my I wanna get my usual couch. If I get my couch then that keeps <laughs> it keeps everyone away from me but my group. So uh we'll yeah. see, we'll see.
2: All right. Uh some people come to party, some people come for panels. And uh I know that uh I got my schedule. Mike, you got your schedule, I know, and Kevin, I'm sure you have your tentative schedule for panels. Um, what exciting panels are keeping you busy this weekend?
4: Well, for me too, since the last time I was on the podcast uh, for the longest time, uh, you know, like many of you, I was an attending professional only. And now I am an official volunteer as the assistant track director of the Urban Fantasy Track. Nice. So I am involved in a lot of those planning and speaking and uh, so forth. So, yeah, looking forward to talking about uh, many of the shows and properties that I greatly enjoy, you know, know her. Buffy, Lucifer, Stargirl, Legends of Tomorrow, um, and several others. Um, also, looking forward to getting an opportunity to moderate a couple of guest panels. Uh, some of the cast members we have coming from Supernatural, I think I'll be doing one of those panels. Very nice. And also one of the Arrowverse cast panels as well. Again, if schedule holds. So, <laughs> going to be fun to be involved in a lot and realizing that, uh, like we said, it's you know it can be very fluid, but going to be a ton of fun to be able to back in person talking about these things.
2: That's exciting for you. I did not know that you were, uh, you were volunteering for a track. That's awesome.
4: Yeah, I figured, you know, one of the things I've always loved about Con over the years I've been coming is always trying new things and, and, you know, looking at the Con from a different perspective. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Carol Malcolm gave me an opportunity uh, and I said, sure, why not? You know, timing wise, having that be the 2021 event is certainly going to add to the, <laughs> you know, uh, newness of it as far as Con goes, but it, you know, it's still Con, so you know, we'll find a way to make things work.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Mr. Faber. What about uh, what about your schedule? What does that look like?
1: Uh, right now, including the virtual panels that I've done, I'm at 19 panels.
2: That's uh, okay. That's
1: yeah. a bit. That's a bit for me, but you're, you're a social butterfly this oh, year of, of course I am you know because just <laughs> I just love talking to everybody and seeing, but the highlights for me i'm going to be doing Upload, um, which was a great show last year on Amazon. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, also, going to be doing, of course, podcasting one hundred and one, and the pros and cons of being part of a podcast network. Two different panels on Friday should be a lot of fun, you know. And we could put some dirt out about the ESO network that you know most people haven't heard before.
2: Mike, Mike, just just remember there are some pros.
1: There are. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
2: they do exist somewhere <laughs> he, he's like, they're going to have uh they're going to have one side be pros and one side be cons
1: <laughs> yeah well that's what i get to get a little bit of worried about but um i know i'm also going to be we're going to be doing Earth station 1 is going to be doing the i think the 25th anniversary of the movie fargo and so we're going to be doing a panel. Oh geez, oh geez, man, yeah, sure, you betcha, you, you know. So it should be fun, and you know, at least one of us will end up in the wood chipper, so it's okay, you know. That's going to be one of the highlights of the uh, panel. So it should be fun with that, and then you know we have a couple. I have a couple others, you know. So I'll be busy, and I'm going all the way through late morning on Monday, and then I'm out of there. So it should be yeah. a lot of fun. So. You know, sadly enough, we're not going to be doing any ESO events this year, though, because, you know, just everything with COVID and, Mm -hmm. you know, I just I didn't feel right by doing an ESO meet and greet or doing um, a couple other ideas that we had going for, you know, the con and everything. And there's enough other events going on. So they'll be back again next year. But this year, we're just going to take a pause on anything um e yeah, s o based you know we're, we're
3: geeks, we can talk on the internet. it's fine,
1: exactly. we'll <laughs> just be all in our rooms just talking to mm-hmm. each other. We don't exactly. need to see each other,
2: yeah, yeah, we'll just be zoom calling each <laughs> other from our rooms uh exactly <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like in person and virtual con at the same time uh well that's cool i'm uh I was actually surprised to see that uh, I've got um, uh, I'm in the double digits for panels this year. They've got uh, yeah. they've got me uh, on a few. Um, starting on Thursday at 10 p.m., uh, I will be in the American Sci-Fi Classic Room talking all about 35 years of Labyrinth. Uh, we're celebrating um, the one about the Babe, um, and uh, of course, as you mentioned, Earth Station Who, uh, the Babe with the power. The power of voodoo.
1: Oh, I lo- you do, I- hoodoo voodoo.
2: I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> it took a couple seconds, but I. Love you. We're also more than thirty-five <laughs> years
3: old, so you know there's that.
2: There's that. <laughs> well, everything is like that's the thing. It's like I'm celebrating thirty-five years of Labyrinth. I'm on a panel celebrating the twenty-fifth anniversary of the Doctor Who movie on Fox. I'm celebrating the twenty-fifth anniversary of Fargo. I'm like. I'm celebrating the 80th anniversary of the JSA. I'm like, I'm on these anniversary old panels.
1: <laughs> I think that might yeah. be a hint, Mr. Mike.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Pretty intense one. Count the rings. Um, uh, in addition to all of those, I will be actually, for the first time in person, I will be uh, on one of uh, Kelly's. Uh, American, what is it? The American sci-fi fantasy media? Is that what it's called, Track? It's close Um, enough. Yeah, um, but I've never actually been on a panel of hers in person, so I will be there talking about the final uh, uh, season of Black Lightning, which is uh, fun. Uh, I love that show. Um, Also, uh, you know, a highlight for me, the one, uh, the panel that is near and dear to my heart is a Tiki Pop art. Panel. Um, this will be our fifth year in person, sixth year that we've had the panel because we did a virtual panel last year. Uh, we've got uh, you know the same crew: uh, Derek Yaniger and Jonathan Chaffin joining me as well, and a couple of other guests that I am in the middle of securing. But that is going to be Sunday at eleven thirty, and it is going to be in America's Mart uh, where the comics and pop artist alley is it's going to be in that area um and i'm also signed on to do to help moderate a lot of panels in the comic area which i'm very excited about uh i am going to be moderating a panel on uh, licensing working with other people's universes with comic folks uh i will be moderating a panel uh um with uh guest uh bill golier who is a, a comic uh Archie comics artist for 30 years, 30 plus years. Um, and I will be moderating the state of comics panel 2021 on Monday at 1 p.m. It will probably be the last thing any of us ever do. I don't even know who's going to show up for that one because that one's always like kind of a potluck thing. Whoever, whoever's <laughs> still around basically, but, uh, but, uh, and then when I'm not at these panels, uh, you can find me at my table. I do not have the tape. We do, haven't got our table assignments yet. Uh, but I will be at my table And uh, you can find out all about uh, What's going on with the newest issue Of Tiki Zombie as well as all other fun stuff And uh, um, So that's where I'm going to be um, Anything else What what else are you looking forward to um, uh, We'll start with you Kevin What else are you looking forward to this year At, at DragonCon besides the You know um, many 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 Panels and, and track you're involved with Now do you are you going outside of your track To do panels as well
4: Yeah, I have a few I'm doing for uh, Kelly in American um, Sci-Fi as well. Um, But, uh, yeah, focusing a little more on, you know, urban fantasy events, certainly being part of the track now for me. So as far as all the other things outside the track, I've kind of limited my wandering eyes, if you will, like I do most years knowing I need to make sure I take care of some commitments there. So just knowing how fluid it is, I figure I'll wait and actually probably have (laughs) certain days it was funny, as, as you all can appreciate, certainly Mike and, and all who speak on many panels, it, it's always the entertaining part when I first get the official schedule, because, you know, I, I noticed that, for example, on Friday, I have like panels in seven straight time slots. <laughs> 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 so I won't be doing anything else on, on Friday, probably. But then there are other days with less or whatever that I'll just probably kind of wait and see um, more so than maybe in previous years for me anyway.
2: Yeah, I well, I wanted to see if there was did you get a chance to you know because I know you like going over to the Walk of Fame and, and taking part in the the celebrity experience.
4: Is that is that you got your eyes on anybody this year or no? Very honestly, not in a negative way. Just in a I'm going to wait and kind of see who's there, knowing that again, as Dan said, they have you know we're doing a lot less of that. So yeah. I don't want to uh, you know if there are folks who are going to be naturally there for the first time or really coming in to get a certain person's autograph, I might limit my time of wandering because I don't want to take up that one space knowing we're going to have limited space in these rooms too, when it comes to lines and everything else. So I I might step back a bit on some things to make sure a lot of other folks who may not have had a chance to get access to some of these things. And uh, I take it you're still going to
2: be heavily involved with the the newbies group.
4: Yeah, we'll still be doing our newbie tours. We had to kind of wait and make sure things fell in place for that uh, Thursday afternoon, noon to four. Uh, if you are new to the con and want to get an idea, we do walking tours or rolling tours uh, for folks in scooters or such. Um, but those are still on the agenda from noon to four. Uh, like all of the events at con, we'll have limited capacity uh, in the room as folks queue up to go. And we'll probably do it with smaller groups uh, and things like that. But there will be a chance to learn a little bit about that. And then uh, Kim and Mike and Sue and I, who've uh, run the group many years, we'll also do a couple of newbie Q&As. One on Thursday late afternoon at like five thirty. And then one first thing Friday morning at ten for folks who might want to come in and just ask any questions. We'll be there along with some other longtime con attendees just to offer feedback and answer questions so folks get the most icon.
2: Now do you uh did your con start I mean are you getting are you driving down here from uh from up north uh like early wednesday or so or or are you going to get here because that thursday would be tight for you i'd imagine if you got here Thursday,
4: yeah no uh, rather than trying to do that I, I usually come in now late on wednesday afternoons if i can work on the flight so that we've got thursday morning to start planning things because again you know, based on previous experience when you've got several hundred people showing up for the newbie tours we got to make sure we got ourselves lined up and, you know couldn't do those without all the awesome folks who offer to assist and Manage some of those. But yeah, it's a lot to manage that first afternoon. Certainly, we hit the ground running for sure. I would imagine. And like everything else this year, that's going to be even more challenging. Yeah, we're going to folks asking about, you know, line spacing or how we'll do it. We're going to wait and see what all the guidelines are. Work within the (laughs) guidelines, be safe, and we'll find a way to make it work. That's one of the things we all do at Con. We find a way to make things work. Um,
2: offhand, do you know of any sort of differences as far as the way that the cons laid out or anything that's changed that uh, is significant for newbies or, or old people to uh, – uh, I don't mean old people like me who just can't remember <laughs> what what I'm saying. I won't take
4: it personally but, uh, either, Mike. I know what you
2: mean. <laughs> uh, but who's apparently just like doing
3: all anniversary? you're hosting the 80th anniversary of Lost in <laughs> Space, Mike, I think it's time to hang it up. I'd like it
4: noted that I didn't say that even if I thought it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right
2: <laughs> i'm not even the oldest one on this podcast
4: um... <laughs> no i mean part of what we're all waiting to see is what will be physically different um you know what uh, as far as uh, how they handle the traffic flows the egress the ways to avoid bunching up which you know every year they're always trying to do but especially this year so space can be given between folks and all so um uh, i'm kind of waiting to see what it is and just help Others learn from it as we all kind of go. Awesome, awesome, Kevin. I know you got to go. So, uh, thank you so much for joining
2: us uh, this month and on this uh, final episode before Dragon Con thirty-five, their thirty-fifth year. Man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people go to find out about what you're up to and about your the newbie group and about the the track that
4: you're uh, assisting with? Sure, the newbies. I uh, have a group on Facebook. We you now have seven thousand members in there excuse me, several thousand um, newbies and longtime con attendees. You just search on Facebook for Dragon Con Newbies. You should find us. We are an unofficial group. Or if you go to dragonconnewbies.org, I've set up a simple page with lots of helpful links, including over to that group. So that's a great spot to get your information started from. And then, um, much like you folks, longtime podcaster covering genre TV. You can find all of my stuff over at tuningintosifitv.com. Awesome. And uh, as always, we'll have
2: links to all of those in our show notes. Thank you so much, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks.
4: Yeah, it's going to be great. Hope I see everybody there. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Thanks for being here, Kevin. (laughs) My pleasure. Take care. Bye.
2: All right. Now that Kevin's gone, uh, one of the things that I I probably, uh, I wanted to bring this up before, but now that he, um, you know, one of the things I think is changing that they are going to have to deal with in the newbies group is... Uh, the gaming, right? Because gaming, and that's a big deal. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a gamer. So uh, that's a whole thing that I know that a lot of people are serious about, though, as far as Dragon Con goes. And one big thing, two big things about uh, gaming. One of the big things is that it's not 24-7 or uh, it's not 24-4 yeah. or 5 or whatever uh, gamers. And it's going to be split between two floors instead of one big floor. So those are two big changes to the gaming area. Um, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't really—that's not my world. So, I, well, I'm I'm a gamer, so I, I can tell you that is that a big you deal? Can go to the
3: gaming area. It's a big deal because gamers typically game until they pass out and they fall asleep in that chair and then wake up and start gaming again. It, traditionally, now this year, obviously for reasons, they're going to have to do something else. But I don't know how they're going to handle. Like the board games, because everyone touching Ooh, those pieces, uh. that that could be problematic in a, in a pandemic, right? And I would love to do some gaming, but um, the irony of playing Pandemic during a pandemic is not lost on me. But I, I, I think we're going to have to see some folks say, okay, we got to wrap this RPG session up because Dungeons & Dragons games, I've been in them where they've lasted 48 hours before. And you lose a day because you're just in the mode of the game, and and that's it. And then you you wake up and you realize I need to eat something. Oh, it's Sunday, <laughs> and that question is not not unusual. <laughs> so because you're you're in a space where you can't see the sun and time is halted, you know. So it, it is a concern that the gamers are just going to have to shift gears and realize that they can't just go game at two a.m after um, they watch, you know, a musical performance or whatever. I did see to just go pick I did up see a game. somebody
0: say yeah. that the game, they are relocating one of the gaming rooms into the West End proper, and they will have it be almost 24 hours.
1: Mm. It's
0: only going to be the rooms that are at the America's Mart that are shutting down for that period.
2: Yeah, it uh, says at 2 uh, the, the, the press release that we got from Dan uh, says that gaming opens at 4 p.m. on Thursday, September 2nd stays open through 5 p.m. on Monday, September 6th. Uh, gaming America's Mart will close from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. each day for cleaning and other reasons. <laughs> Just leave it at case. Wow. I know, right? Let me explain. I do we need to know gotta, what those reasons are?
3: No, no. you got to clean the rooms, and then the gamers need to go clean themselves. To
2: keep the dice rolling 24 <laughs> hours a day, tabletop gaming, miniatures, card games, pen and paper games, Campaign RPGs and board games will move to the Weston Savannah Ballroom for those six hours. So, yeah. if you can pick up your game, move it to the hotel ballroom for a few hours, and then go back. And so, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's it's not 24, but you do have the option to continue on. So, I guess that's cool.
0: Or, or not 24 in the same location, but right. the, the people not who want to play in, life, in a row. Yeah, the, <laughs> the people who want to play all night long. A lot of them aren't going to have a problem just walking down the hallway to go to the next room, right? You know, if they want a game that late,
3: unless they stand up and realize that they they need to shower or they need to eat or they need to get more alcohol or something, yeah. then your game can fall apart. But that's minor compared to the safety concerns that we yeah, don't have.
0: Ha- that's yeah. deal with. It. I have not <laughs> seen um, joystick post if their arcade is going to be open twenty four hours or not. Um, I hope not. Because please
2: clean the game consoles. Uh, uh, no, no, it's, it does say here: joystick game bar will hold an American game arcade experience with tons of favorite free to play cabinet games. Uh, they will be at located at one sixty one Peachtree Center Ave uh, from ten a.m. to four a.m. each day.
0: Well, that's uh, so, that's, that's so really
1: long. Yeah,
3: that's long into the evening. Those are the wee hours. So well, hey, get your get your usually gamer when- on. <sighs> Yeah.
0: Midnight, one o'clock in the morning was usually when I was hitting the arcade at the Westons. So Ooh,
2: that's interesting. That, it says yeah. a ten dollars cover is required for non-members. I'm like,
0: uh, let's not let
2: non <laughs> drag cut people. Yeah, in don't. I, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a ton of non-members even realizing don't. they can get in there, except for joysticks regulars that they've advertised to. That could be.
2: Yeah, they they probably yeah, they have do have never. a core
0: group.
3: I, I bet there is a Venn diagram of joystick players and Dragon Connors. That's almost a perfect circle. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think it, I think it's a fairly non-issue.
2: So uh so yeah, it's not, you know, um and it does say that um they are in a in an effort to reduce crowding and create opportunities for you know sanitation, the gaming footprint will remain the same, but there will be some changes. Now, exactly what that those changes look like again, look for the updates in a a week or so um, Mm -hmm. um, and and find out exactly what's going to go on there. So, I mean, it's probably no tables
3: of games right next to each other, but usually when you go to the gaming area, there's plenty of tables down there that are open for you to spread out and game as you want to Mm -hmm. anyway. So unless it's just really busy, like Saturday at 2pm or something, I I imagine there's plenty of room for people to like do a Dungeons & Dragons game or or play a round of Catan or whatever they want to do. So, yeah.
1: That's going to be uh, very interesting to see how it turns out. Cause you know, that place I've gone into the gaming area and it's not the cleanest to begin with.
3: Well, that's because the gamers stay there mm-hmm. at all costs. True. They don't clean. They don't. I mean, they take out trash that winds up in the trash bags, but I've noticed that sometimes the trash isn't pulled as often as it should be and there's pizza boxes lying on tables and things like that and again people clean up after yourself come on
0: well i've wow. seen people go play the arcade the, uh, you know when tokyo Attack was there people would just put their food right on the game like <laughs> i set my drinks down but on a table next to it
3: on a table like a like a sub- well like person.
0: going to any adult barcade they they put Thank tables you. next to the game systems cuz they know we're going to drink and mm-hmm. play
2: there, there, there for but I do reason. not put
0: my food on there in a regular time of year because you stand in a line of 10 people waiting to play a game. Why would you put your food on there?
3: <laughs> no one wants your sticky orange chicken. There is a rice. no five-second
0: rule on a game of Joust. <laughs> it's not safe.
3: Okay, there, there's, there's no five-second rule on the floor in any gaming area. I'm sorry, throw that away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um,
2: do you either of view- you... And I'm a gamer. This is coming from a gamer. So, so no do either do either of you intend to do any gaming this year?
0: Video games. I want yeah. to. I'm trying yeah. to hit, at least go to joystick once just to see the setup. I, um, if, it, if it was at America's Mart, I'd be at the arcade there too because mm-hmm. it's part of my con tradition.
1: I probably would go to the video arcade just to check it out also just to see. I'll be masked anyway. so yeah. And I might even you know, wear rubber gloves or something to play the games.
0: Yeah, that might not be a bad idea actually to pack to bring, bring you in know, the arcade. I, I, I think it's not that's not a bad idea. I
2: period. think we <laughs> you know we talked about the challenges, and I know that there's a lot of downside to this convention, this uh, happening this way during this time. But I think two things that are positive that are going to come out of this is that one, for those of us who are going, um, we're going to have a little bit more elbow room than we're used to for the last decade yep. um so that's mm-hmm. actually you know something that's not going to be a bad thing uh and also um you know let's put covid aside with everybody masked and everything crud could be like completely eliminated like let's like we're not going to get anything right out of this maybe right well and the, the allergy, allergy
0: attack i always have my first t- two days in georgia might not happen Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is just healthy in general. I mean, let a, set set aside the fact that, you know, whatever your f- thoughts about COVID are, but I mean, just for anything that's out there transmissible by mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever it's going to be, 40, 50,000 people, probably somewhere in that ballpark, I'm thinking, right? I don't have to smile at
0: everybody. Like I can be making whatever no. face I want to. You can have,
3: instead of, instead of me having resting bitch face, I can have active yeah. bitch face and no one will know. I, I, I oh, have- we'll know,
1: Darren. We'll know. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, it's me. It's uh, me. Now yeah, I'm guessing on the panels themselves we will be able to take off our masks. Uh, I, I do believe though that on the uh artist alley, pop artist alley, comics and everything, I think we're gonna have to be masked uh, behind our tables which uh, I've heard from other people who've done conventions uh, in the last month or so that it's really difficult to pitch <laughs> your, your wares, so to speak, while you're wearing a mask. So that's going to take a, I'll see if I'm, you know, up for that sort of skill set.
0: I, I'll be interested to see how Epic Photos is going to handle everything. Like, mm. you know, because some of their cons. They've done the plexiglass shield in between the celeb and the person getting the photo op and some they've done the maths, and then some that you've been able to take it off right before the photo happens. So, like, right now, I'm only considering really two of the prom photos, but uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to Epic posting what exactly how they're going to handle Dragon Con specifically.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would think that, you know, I mean, the whole idea of getting... Now, to me, the whole idea of getting a celebrity photo or photo with a celebrity is to be with that celebrity. Like, like not... Six feet apart, like you know, like uh, although you know, a lot of those Shatner pictures,
1: yeah, they look like they're 12 feet apart,
2: they look like they're they look like they're like worlds apart, (laughs) yeah, different galaxies. I'm like, if you gotta
0: stand that far apart, like just come up with a funny pose, you know, like when people have been able to get the celebrity stage a scene with them or something.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like you said before, we've seen people be creative. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they're going to adapt. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have seen also at some conventions uh, in the signing areas, uh, they've had celebrities behind, like, sort of pe- plexiglass yeah. uh, to avoid mm-hmm. direct contact with people who are uh, in line. That's not a bad idea. To yeah, and, theater, and I,
0: actually. I've seen selfies at the table being done, you know, where the, the, the attendee is standing in front of the table. And the celebrities staggered behind them. I've had those type of uh, cell phone shots with celebrities in years past, mm-hmm. so you know that's nothing new for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just you know people are finding ways to still be able to enjoy it somewhat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work with what they got because we have um, a con. We have a con to go to. That's uh, we yeah, have a con. Huzzah! Um,
2: are there any, I mean, we gave, we heard the list and everything. Are there any celebrities that are coming that, uh, you are, that are excited, are exciting for you?
0: Uh, very excited about Mary Wiseman and, uh, Sonequa.
1: Oh yeah. Very they have much you know, so. For
0: discovery. Um, those, in fact, those are the two I'm considering getting a photo up with. It's, mm-hmm. it's always good to see the, the Battlestar people. They're a hoot. We've done pub crawls with them in the past. Um, it's been scary at the end of the night, but <laughs> uh, you wake up and you think you're a Cylon. Uh No, just like oh my god, we've been drinking for twelve hours, uh, <laughs> and you know, celebrities are still going toe to toe with everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh,
3: I don't know if anyone knows, but actors yeah. can drink.
1: Oh okay? yes, you know, I know. You
0: know, no, don't you
3: know play. Who's don't play. Aaron
0: Douglas. Aaron oh, Douglas that does not controlled- surprise me. That's who we did our last pub crawl with. And it was, you know, he didn't want anybody to leave. And we're like, it's three in the morning. to have to
2: go. He used to reserve, like, (laughs) rooms, suites uh, of the hotels uh, for Dragon Con. And he wasn't even going to be a guest that year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He likes to just come party. The year he did the pub crawl, the the one that we did with Mm -hmm. him. He was not a guest.
1: That's awesome. He just
0: came in and arranged a pub crawl and talked some of the bars into like doing donations to a charity. And then he got the other Battlestar people who were guests to come make pit stops and join in on the pub crawl along the way throughout the <laughs> night.
3: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a con. So. I, I've always liked dragon because it's the one con the celebrities can actually yeah. mingle and they don't have to worry so much about being mobbed. like late at night when it's just the, that dragon after dark people and, Having a celebrity out and about, it's not going to be like ah, no one's going to be fanboying. No, we can like we could be crazy.
0: surprised to see him show up at the party and be like, "Hey, good to see you." Exactly. But we're not. Good to see you. That's not the time we're, we're going to be like, "Hey, can I get a photo?"
2: Yeah. You know, no. This is.
3: Uh, what do you want yeah. to drink? Let's, uh, let's get you lubricated now. Come on. Let's go. Well,
2: of course, um, you know, in, in addition to the celebrities and everybody else uh, there, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys and all uh, the uh, friends that we have, the listeners that we have out there um, and, and meeting people again. Although, please forgive me if it seems overwhelming to me because this is like I've been taking like really baby steps. In terms of acclimating myself out to out to the outside world, um, so I mean, I only ate in the restaurant for like the third time this year today, um, and so I, um, I, I'm doing it like it's like being pushed off the deep end. It's like now you're with forty thousand people. <laughs> uh, I, I'm the same. I'm the same way, Mike. I have
3: not been in a restaurant since COVID happened. Not, I've been not ordering Grubhub, Don't worry. But, I, I know I'm not worried about it, but I am worried about suddenly being someone who has been a hermit for the last year and a half. Now I'm with 40 to 50,000 people. And it's like, what is that going to do to my anxiety level naturally? And I think we just all have to be patient with yeah. each other and just be err on the side of grace for once and not be like crazy with each other. Just be like, it's cool. Everything's cool. We will all get through this together, and we'll enjoy. Well, our especially because it's
0: a family reunion. Be patient with the employees that are going to be at the restaurants yes. and the oh. hotels. Be patient
1: with the staff
0: yeah, and the volunteers.
1: And the volunteers.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody. People, have been, people be have been
1: posting on Facebook. Oh, most of the restaurants are going to be. Oh closed. my god!
0: Yeah, I saw that, and it's just like, and there's people who like work downtown every day, and are like, I am literally at Peachtree Center right now. Everything is open.
3: Yes. Like, Good. That's well, nice to like, hear.
0: Yes, there's businesses that have closed since we were last yeah. at Con, but they've closed permanently. It's but not, you know, like Aviva's still there. Everybody's favorite. Yeah. Aviva. Uh, okay.
3: I- I'm glad to hear that because I was seriously concerned about what was just because of the economy hitting everyone who's not coming downtown to work every day, not buying lunch every day. What happens to those vendors in the Pizza Foods? I've heard,
6: exactly.
3: I've, I've heard people
0: say, um, I've got friends who work downtown there, and they said already at the local restaurants, um, employees are signing up for extra shifts because they know the boost in, in tips is coming.
5: In yeah, tips so is coming, everyone yeah. who
0: does work down there is very much looking forward what, to con. Which, there you go
3: tip your people well, folks. Tip your waiters and waitresses well. Tip your housekeeping Which you should be oh, tipping please. your
0: housekeeping every year anyway, but...
3: Every year. Every year. Because we, as a group, can be pigs. Yeah. Let's be honest. We, we need to like treat these people well this year. Tip your bellman if, they, if you're having your bags moved, whatever. And just be nice to people. Yeah. Just be nice. And just plan
0: on things might it, take a little bit longer to get to you.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And everyone's going to be running around with questions in their head, not just the newbies. Yeah. The vets are going to be like, what's going on? This yeah. is usually the no place matter, for
2: XYZ. No we're going to have questions. No, even if you've been there all 35 years and you're a eternal member, this is a new experience for everybody. Yeah. This
1: is a brand new start totally. for everybody, with, folks. This which, is like nothing yep. that we've gone through before.
0: The closer it gets, the more happy I went with a, a non-host hotel. You know, because mm. at least...
1: Yeah, I'm, me
3: I'm concerned too. about me the elevator. Too. And the and the elevator crowding in the Hyatt because the Hyatt elevators are like the worst for that because they only have yeah. four. Well, we I mean, got the
0: ones Sorry. back wow. in the International Tower, but that's only for those people. But they only go to the International yeah. Tower rooms. <laughs>
2: um, so. Dragon Con was pretty clear about you know the mass, restric- uh, mass mandates. Um, now, I'm not sure, does that include
0: uh, the Peachtree Center? It, well, the Atlanta mayor made the mandate. Yeah. Didn't you? You, yeah. All, okay. it, yeah it's all anywhere,
1: in anywhere yeah. inside, you have to be wearing a mask in the city of Atlanta.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I'm people assuming be, that wouldn't apply. I was going to say, eating. people are all like going to be sitting, eating, there and eating. drinking. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to. If they're no, not distance.
0: while you're actively eating or drinking.
1: No, it's the same. But it's the same like, thing like when can't I was like walking yeah, no. around. Like if you're walking yeah. around with a drink in your hand, they're going to tell you to mask up.
3: You need to mask up if you're not actively sucking on that See, straw. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm. I'm bringing a travel bendy silicone straw with me, and I the mask. Mm-hmm. I'm the, doing the, the same mask thing. I make right now. I am able to put my straw up underneath that mask and still be covered and still drink.
3: <laughs> that a girl.
0: I am you're making masks that match <laughs> all my costumes and outfits because <laughs> <laughs> I finally figured out how to use my cricket machine. So now I've got. <laughs> I, I got my variant iron on mask and I was able to turn the Dragon Con logo into a file for the cricket and make those masks. And like we we, we went to Rain fair last year. Now, granted, it was outdoors, but they had the same thing. They had the mask yeah. policy if you unless you were eating and drinking. So we just made our started making our masks differently and got straws that could fit under there without letting a bunch of air in to drink. And if we ate, we sat down away from people. Yeah,
3: totally. And may, maybe you take your food back to your hotel room. Yeah, anyway. yeah I would there. imagine
2: the, the, the table, getting a table in that area is going to be even trickier because I would imagine they're going to be distancing.
0: Yeah, like, we only, well, at least Peachtree, the only time we were able, able to sit down was breakfast. And that was if we got, you know, got a yeah. bully. Anyway, our, our hotel early. has breakfast this year, so mm-hmm. that's one good thing. But like, Dinner and lunch, we always took it to go. Do
1: you went really back to want to do a, a breakfast buffet though? With you know the they the, ho-
0: the hotels aren't setting them up the same way anymore. It's it's the, more like it's a line and people serve you. You don't get to grab your own stuff. Yeah,
1: it depends. It depends on it's the hotel because we went to a Hampton Inn up in Tennessee and it was business as usual. You made your own waffles. You made everything.
0: Uh, well, I'm staying at a Hyatt Suites and. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they, they've, they've said they're serving people. Same as like
3: Hampton Inn, Hyatt yeah. Suites. Okay, but same as like yeah. the Aquarium Party.
2: In Hampton the VIP Inn room. in Tennessee, sweets yeah. Suites in Atlanta. Uh,
0: hey. the aquarium, yeah, yeah, the Aquarium Party in the VIP room. It used to be a buffet, and they said this year they're going to have um, people servers walking around with the food on trays who will hand it to you.
3: That's cool. excellent. See, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. It's going to be a new year and we just all need to be kind to each other. Wear your masks, be decent. And if you're not vaccinated, stay home. It's like, yeah. th- th- I mean, I mean, that's really the thing that's killing people is not yeah. being vaccinated. And I don't want you exposed to this thing and not being able to yeah. fight it off. I mean, that's not about me being mean or a pain in the butt. It's just I'm going by the CDC guidelines. They say if you're not vaccinated... You're in trouble in a crowded space.
0: When I'm going by, this is the con's rules. This is the city's rules. Well, that too. Yeah. And a mask is not going to ruin my con. No.
1: Not at all.
0: Absolutely not. I have lived. Most of us are
3: masked during the weekend anyway. What's the problem? Hello. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hello, McFly. Hello. I'll
1: just, you know, wear a mask and I'll put on a cowboy hat. I'll just pretend I'm the vigilante. Come on.
3: Yeah. I bet you we see 10 dealers now selling themed mass oh, yeah. oh yes.
1: god yes at at least, at 10. least ten
2: at yes, least ten if they're not they're losing out they're they <laughs> yeah are, they are
3: they'll
1: have, they have a bigger line hearts- than the lightsabers
0: <laughs> yeah people are gonna be there the parties are gonna be there trader Bix is there mm-hmm. uh,
1: we will be there uh, I get, I get we wet. will be there yeah.
2: yeah and we will
1: be there we will be there
2: yes.
0: Al- alcohol will be there <laughs> yes it <laughs> yes, will so. still be pie.
3: There will still be 20-minute <laughs> panels. Play safe.
2: <laughs> it's, it's yes, we are going to find a way to make it work. So, so that said, uh, another person that's going to be there is Beth Giles of the Silk Road fan track. And uh, we are going to go talk to her for a little bit. And uh, then we're going to close up the show. And now we have joining us Beth Giles, the director of the Silk Road Fan Track. Sorry, I can get that out. Silk Road Fan Track. Is that hard for you to say? Did it take a little while for you to say that?
6: No. Um, I, I've always <laughs> been a fan not. of the ancient Silk Road. Um, it was my favorite part of ancient history class. So Silk Road's easy for me to say.
2: Was that was that part of getting a job?
6: <laughs> no, but <laughs> it definitely to it? helps to have some cultural familiarity because we cover Absolutely. culture, music, film, food from the Mediterranean all the way to the Pacific and down into the Indian subcontinent as well. Um, so it's a really, really wide variety of information to be familiar with. And having had that class and that being my favorite part of it definitely helped in my application for the position.
2: For, for, so for those people who have not checked out, the Silk Road track. Um, what can they, what kind of uh, panels, what kind of things can they find out going on there? Now? Especially this year.
6: Okay. So like always we have the Kaiju. If you like Godzilla, you come find him here. Uh, we also have belly dance classes, K-pop classes, K-pop dance party. Um, we're going to have a panel on kimonos this year and Japanese architecture. Um, it's just a lot, a lot. We cover a lot. Uh, there's a lot of martial arts, a lot of martial arts. It's kind of my favorite part. Um, but I started martial arts 25 years ago. So it's, it's one of those things that's very, very dear to me. So I try to get as much of that in there as possible, but, um, uh, we're going to be including some new things this year that we haven't had before. We'll have a a baby metal fan panel, where we'll do kind of an introduction to baby metal and uh, a reacquaintance and expansion discussion with people who are already fans. Um, we're also bringing in a G.I. Joe franchise movie this year with Snake Eyes because we've oh, got some excellent cultural and martial arts aspects there. Um, the CW's Kung Fu, the live action Mulan. And at the Silk Road Performance Exposition this year, which is a talent showcase that we hold every year, at the very end of it, we will announce our silent auction winners. And the silent auction is going to go to benefit the Dragon Con charity, which this year is Big Brothers Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta. So I'm really excited to support them. I actually started my martial arts career at a Big Brothers Big Sisters gym in judo. So yeah. they're very special to I, me. That,
2: that's, the, man, that's a lot of like things crossing over right there. It
6: is. It is. And because Godzilla vs. Kong is definitely the movie at the top of my list for this year, uh, it's a very Godzilla-themed auction. We have three separate prizes up for bid. The first is a Reaper miniature. It's like a three-and-a-half-inch-tall kaiju. It is very reminiscent of Godzilla, which uh, the artist Paul Sims, who on TikTok and Instagram goes by Jolly Good Giant, is hand painting this miniature to be more movie realistic. So that's one. Two. Funko came out with a classic Godzilla game. It has four classic kaiju figures. The molds are fantastic. The paint jobs are sad. So he's going to base them. He's going to paint them. They're going to be amazing. And that game is going to be the second prize. And then the cherry on top, and this is the one I'm so excited about, is the Godzilla Stomp. I'm going to paint a bunch of cardboard boxes to look like a city and somebody gets to crush it like Godzilla at the end of the Silk Road exposition in front of a live audience on film for everyone to see.
2: That that is that is a TikTok moment ready to happen. That is that is awesome. That is really cool. Awesome. <laughs> that is, <that's laughs> I'm really great.
6: excited about that.
2: <laughs> if you've ever dreamed of being a kaiju, uh, is there any city in particular? Or are you trying to pick something like a little bit of everything? or?
6: I think I found a Tokyo night city skyscape that we're going to set up as a backdrop. And so uh, one of the plans is Tokyo Station. And another is Tokyo Tower.
2: Or Tokyo. That's uh, that's they're always getting it right. They but I guess do. I guess I guess if you're going to do it, that's the way you got to you got to start with Tokyo. But how
6: right? often does Tokyo Tower go down? Right. That's true. Like, <laughs> mm, I'm excited.
2: <laughs> I kept looking at that thing through the entire watching the Olympics, and I kept thinking something's missing. Something's missing. Oh yeah, a big lizard to come and take that thing down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. There, no Godzilla throughout the entire two weeks. I felt kind of ripped off. Ah, he would have gotten all sorts of gold. I think.
6: Seriously, they could have CGI him in there.
2: Maybe. I guess so. He
6: have um, lit the torch.
2: It, you know, with all the restrictions, though, I guess, you know, kaiju were not allowed. So uh, <laughs> I guess they don't have masks big enough. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, all right. So uh, where can people go to find out more about what your what you know, what panels are at your track and what events there and especially about this uh, charity silent auction?
6: OK, so at the convention, because all bidding must happen in person, I'm not going Good to, to ship any prizes and you have to be there to crush the city Obviously. So bidding will be happening in person. Um, I'm currently scheduled Hilton Galleria eight. And if you haven't been to the Galleria level at the Hilton, you come through the lobby all the way to the back. And there's a set of escalators and an elevator that go down one more floor. And the basement level is the Galleria level. And I am all the way in the back corner past everything at the end of the down escalator. So if you if you go off the down escalator, hit a wall and hang a right, you'll find me. But I'm in the corner next to the loading dock by Trader Vicks, y'all. Like, you gotta oh, well, see, that's come all you had to find say. me.
2: That's all you had to say. You're near Trader Vicks. Right Now, if done. you're familiar
6: with the back patio at Trader Vicks, if their back doors into the Hilton are open, I'm right there. Nice. Easy to find. And it's also one of the very few lounge areas still left in most of the hotels during the convention. Absolutely. Yeah. So, that's a,
2: that's one of those quote unquote secret
1: areas.
6: Right. It's a bonus. Um, yeah. But uh, I also have a couple of things happening in workshop rooms. The belly dance lessons and uh, origami workshops will be happening in workshop spaces. So the clipboard will move with us. Um, and then uh, let's see. Like I said, the winners will be announced at the Silk Road Performance Exposition, which currently is scheduled for Sunday at 7 p.m. in Hilton Grand East. But always check the app for updates and stay on top of the Daily Dragon. Uh, Their Twitter account is updated as often as information comes in. So if anything changes over the course of the weekend, that will be the fastest place to find it i also update the dragon con silk road facebook page regularly i'm going to be posting work in progress links to uh twitter which is dc silk road track all one word or you can search dragon road dragon con silk road track and that pulls me right up um on the Twitter account and everything that uh Paul is posting under Jolly Good Giant at TikTok and Instagram. I'm also copying those links into the other social media places so that you can find it anywhere.
2: Nice, nice. Um just uh, real quick, but this is your third year, fourth year
6: as a director? This will be my third year. I started in okay. 2019. Last year gotcha. we went virtual. Um, right. This year we already have a virtual panel in the can, and I'm really excited for in-person panels again.
2: I was going to ask you. so So, yeah, you had one year under your – now – personally what is your experience with dragon con how long when when were you first at dragon con
6: my first year in attendance was 2003 and i day tripped in from duluth so mm-hmm. i got about a third of the experience it was fantastic i discovered doctor who and the brit track and it was amazing and now i get the celery in your pocket And all these things I didn't understand. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, my God, I get it. I get it. The next year I volunteered. I've been volunteering ever since. This will be my 17th year volunteering with the convention.
2: Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. That is really awesome. And, uh, you know, it's really awesome when people find something that they love and then want to be part of that
6: right? Absolutely. Uh,
2: in whatever way. I mean, obviously volunteering, the people who are coming and attending and doing their own thing. I mean, everybody has their own different experience mm-hmm. at Dragon Con, which is one of the things that we love about it. Um, so so this year, people are coming back. Um, yeah. How special is that for you?
6: I'm excited. It's It's going to be the biggest family reunion ever because it's... All the diehards, all the tried and true, all of my ride and dies, you know, they're going to be there this year, right? This is homecoming like it's never been because I've never missed a year, right? Like I took a year off volunteering, but I still, I was on panels, mm. right? I still participated and uh, like, I can't not go to Dragon Con. We've tried to not go to Dragon We had babies, I nursed babies at DragonCon. I went to DragonCon pregnant twice. I, It's my ride or die. Like, I'm coming.
2: And, and we have said many, many times here, um, and I honestly believe this. I mean, last year, what DragonCon did, what you guys did uh, virtually, was amazing. Under the circumstances, putting together what you guys did, it's as good of experience as we could have ever hoped to have under the circumstances.
6: Absolutely absolutely but,
2: but in a way we kind of feel like you know a lot of people feel like they missed last year right they skipped a year
6: right i mean it's you only get to hug some of these people once a year like they don't come to the volunteer meetings even if they are volunteers they they live far away they don't come to every meeting right so a lot of my friends i see this one time a year in this one special place where magic happens and I didn't get that level of magic. You know, it's not okay. the same as like standing in the room at the end of the thriller Guinness World Book Record Challenge, right? And Pat Henry gets up on the stage and says, That was amazing. And even if we don't make it in the books, We accomplished something spectacular today and without any prompting over 900 people in cosplay or not screamed back at the stage. So say we all, I have never seen Battlestar Galactica and I screamed it along with everybody else and we did it in unison without cue. That's the kind of magic that doesn't happen unless you're there. Right,
2: right. Yes, very well said, very well said. Well, uh well, definitely look for you uh this year. Uh even though yeah, we'll have to follow the follow the the signs, all the all the uh stairs and escalators and all that tricky stuff, but you know, like I said, just go to Trader Vic's yep. and 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 then and, look and, for
6: the purple banner with the gold lotus flower.
2: There you go. Look for the purple banner and and, and <laughs> that's you're you're at the Silk Road track. That's me. That's awesome. That's awesome. And where can people go to real quick? To We'll have the links in the show notes, but find you online.
6: Okay. So Facebook, Dragon Con okay. Silk Road Track. Twitter, DC Silk Road Track. And then I'll be cross-posting things from Jolly Good Giant on TikTok and Instagram.
2: Awesome. And for those of us who some may may be like in a position where we can't see the silent auction winner... When is is the stomp? And you guys are going to be posting video of that afterwards, right?
6: Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, the stomp is currently scheduled for Sunday, 7 p.m., Hilton Grandy's Ballroom. Nice. Check the app for updates. Um, And uh, I know that I'll be recording it and posting it to the Facebook page within 24 hours.
2: Awesome. I can say within
6: 24 hours.
2: The Silk Road Silent Auction City Stomp. You know Uh, what? Let's (laughs)
6: say within 48 hours, just in case. That gives me a day to get home and process it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, You know, awesome. Um, Well, we look forward to that. Great idea. Um, I wish you all the best, and uh, we'll see you at the con.
6: Fantastic. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory.
3: Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO Network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today.
4: Of the myriad pop culture podcasts, there is one... That blends in with them all, flying under the radar, nagging at you at a subconscious level. Nerd Bliss, where four hosts from the Deep South and anyone that can get to appear for store brand coffee and corn nuts talk about science fiction, pop culture, current affairs, and more. You can find us at nerdblisspodcast.com or on the ESO network. Nerd Bliss, it's one word
2: and so we draw a close to the 8th episode of the 2021 Dragon Con Report. Uh, can you believe we've been doing this? This is our 10th year of doing this podcast. And uh, this, it, who could have thought that it would be as, as exciting as ever in this 10th year? Um, it's the 35th year of the con. And it's the 10th year we've been doing this podcast. And uh, I, I, I much thanks to everybody who's listening, as well as uh, everybody who's guested on the show, including the guests that we've had today, Dan Carroll, Beth Giles, and Kevin Batchelder for joining us. And, of course, a big shout out to the station crew here. Thank you so much, Jen.
0: Always a pleasure. Can't wait for Dragon Con. woo
2: and uh, again where can people go to check out all the parties and events that are happening that you are wonderfully updating thank you for all your work doing that
0: uh, yes we have the Facebook group DragonCon parties meetups and more so if you go to join don't forget to answer the questions people we're at almost 2000 members and I'm getting 30 oh. requests a day on average it takes a lot of time if I have to go look up through your profile and make sure you're real
2: uh, yes yes absolutely
0: um and your 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 cosplay
1: is on schedule?
2: Yes. Awesome. I've got I can't wait five, see. I
3: think. Five. Yes. Okay. Only
1: five? Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, she's been working on one the whole time we've been
2: recording, I bet you noticed. <laughs> yeah, <good point. laughs> and Darren, thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome, sir. Anytime. Been here doing this ten
3: years, man. Ten years. Cut me open and count the rings. It's <laughs> a thing, isn't it? And uh, where can people find you online? Uh, well, ESO for the Rainbow Room, where we discuss LGBTQ film and theory, and then uh, Legion Substitute Podcasters dot uh, com, where we discuss DC Comics, Legion of Superheroes, all that fun futuristic stuff. And I think I'm on the Fargo panel. Is that right?
1: You Mr. are. Faber? You are. So I,
3: if you want to see me, then uh, bring yourself over to the Fargo panel, dear. And, yeah, uh, we'll see
2: we'll, all three of us.
3: Yeah, we'll have a little chat there.
2: Yeah, and uh, and of course, thank you, Director Faber. Which none of this would be possible without you, man.
1: As always, I like to say, I'm just the guy who hits record.
2: <laughs> not, not not only that.
1: I know. I make fun <laughs> of you guys on mute all the time, so it's okay. You put okay. together that
2: massive guest list, so that's that takes some work too.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I worked my fingers to the bone. I took twenty five pages of guests and knocked it down to. 11 and again where can people find you me i'm just living all the time on the eso network and you could find us on the earth station one podcast earth station who and of course here on the dragon con report and maybe a couple other new projects that might be coming down the path soon
2: well um if you'll all pardon the indulgence um i uh before we close out I do have to, um, uh, just take a moment to, to sort of, uh, self promote myself for a little bit because, uh, this month, in addition to going to DragonCon, as if that wasn't stressful enough, uh, I have a Kickstarter going on, uh, d- to, um, actually, um, support the, new issue of tiki zombie it's the 10 year another anniversary here we go again uh the 10 year anniversary actually we're calling it the 10 year tikiversary special and it's full of four new stories and it's uh it's almost uh, half done at this point and uh the the kickstarter campaign starts tomorrow uh, as we're recording this but of course it'll be live by the time you guys are hearing this and if you would do me a favor and check it out share it do whatever i appreciate that so much um now as far as this show we try to cover all we can as you could tell because this show has been probably our longest one of the year but to keep up with the latest news please check out all the official dragon con websites their social media outlets facebook instagram twitter discord all the fan tracks are also active on social media so check them out as well we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public stores filled with all kinds of cool designs, including a very cool one for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page. And again, uh, ESO Network has a Patreon page which we are part of. And thank you, patrons, for all your support. Be sure to check out past episodes of the DragonConReport.com. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So whether you're listening to us uh, via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Audible.com, please rate us and leave a review. If you would like to leave us direct feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to do so at feedback at DragonConReport. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it's been my pleasure. Stay safe, take care, get vaccinated, and we hope to see you all at the con in a few weeks. <laughs>
1: We're done Woo-hoo!
2: I probably shouldn't have said to get back
4: This has been a broadcast of the
0: ESO network.